Welcome to the weekly sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of Murfreesboro. It is an honor and privilege to share this time with you. We love studying the scriptures and feel they are central to our preaching, teaching, and living of the good news of Jesus Christ, the gospel. Our mission here is to grow disciples of Jesus Christ who know him, love him, and serve him for the transformation of Murfreesboro and the world. It is our prayer that God would use our preaching and teaching to do exactly that. If you have questions, thoughts, ideas, or just want to talk a little bit more about what you've heard today, we love to hear from you. Most of all, know that you are in our prayers as we listen together. Now, let's dive in. Good morning, everyone. Are y'all awake? Good morning. That's, that's better. You've had a donut, so you should be good. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Mark Corsi. I'm the pastor of Inviting Ministries and Evangelism here at the church. It's good to be with you today. We are on the third week of our uh, Back to Church uh, summer, not summer series. I guess it's almost fall now. Uh, as we take a little deeper dive into God's vision and mission for our church. Uh, the first couple of weeks we looked at Know Him, and today we're going to be launching into Share Him for a couple weeks. Um, just for your information, um, Drew is preaching this morning on a text from John 1. Um, he'll, he did that in the early service, and he's doing that in the traditional worship today. He's going to preach that sermon in, in here next week, and I'll be preaching from John 21 today, and we'll be preaching the same sermon in early worship and traditional worship. So we just wanted to let you know that. So today we're reading from John 21, 1 through 7. Hear, hear this word. After these things... Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into their boat that night. They caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it. And now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. The word of God for the people of God. And so we say, to God. What does the church mean to you? How did the church enable you to first learn about Jesus? 
How has the church helped you grow in your relationship with Christ? How has the church given you a clear understanding of what it really means to be a follower of Christ, a disciple? What has the church taught you about what it means to unconditionally serve those in need? How has the church communicated to you over the years to love others just as Christ loves you? What has the church taught you about extending grace and forgiveness to others? What role did the church play in your life when you were going through a crisis, a difficult time, a season of struggle? How did the church reach out and demonstrate love and care for you when you grieved the loss of a loved one or went through a painful divorce or heard the news of cancer or lost a job? How has the church opened your eyes to see the world as God sees the world? What role has the church played in shaping your life? That's a lot to think about. I reflected on these questions in depth many years ago. It was for me a very enriching experience. This time of reflection actually played a significant role in helping me discern my call for ministry the church means everything to me. My relationship to the church, the people I have met in the church over the years, my involvement in the church, what I have learned and received from the church for so many years can only be described as a gift. A gift that has provided for me a wonderful life, a life filled with joy and peace and hope, a life that has a well-defined direction and a well-defined meaning, a life that is not lived out in bitterness or anger, but lived out by faith and acceptance and trust in the living God. A life that does not hit the panic button when things get difficult, but a life of calm and peace, even in the midst of the storms that I sometimes face in this life. A life that is not only concerned about a broken and hurting world, but hopefully a life that takes action to help alleviate the pain and suffering that I sometimes see. Most of you in this room who have had the good fortune of growing up in the church, recipients of this gift, can tell a similar story about what the church means to you, about how your life has been shaped and blessed by your discovery, 
your connection, and your experience in the church. I believe many people around us need what we have. I believe many people around us are waiting for and hoping for the kind of life that we have discovered in Jesus Christ. I believe many in our world long to celebrate the kind of life that we celebrate, this joyful, hopeful, peaceful, abundant life in Jesus Christ. I believe this new life is most often discovered and experienced through the mission and ministry of the local church. 81% of Americans believe in God. 65% are Christians. However, nationwide, only 50% of Americans are connected to a local church in their community. Only half. Mission Insight Research tells us that in our community, and this is a hard number to get a hold of, 77% are not connected to a local church. These numbers are really discouraging and raise many questions. How is the church called to respond to all this? How are we personally called as disciples of Christ to respond to this? Scripture makes clear, as faithful followers of Jesus, a part of our call is to invite others to discover what we ourselves have discovered, new life in Jesus Christ. You will hear Drew preach on this next week as he shares the scripture from John 1, the invitation from Jesus to Andrew to come and see. To come and see what new life is all about. A life that God designed for us when God breathed into us the breath of life. The Great Commission found in Matthew 28 gave the disciples clear instruction for their life's mission to go, to go and make disciples sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with all the world. Today in our scripture lesson in John 21, we read the story not about a fishing expedition, but about our mission as disciples of Christ, a mission of casting our nets, casting our nets at a particular time, and in a particular place. And I'll have a lot more to share about that scripture later on in the fall as we continue this journey. In the Gospel of John, this was the third appearance of Jesus to the disciples after the resurrection. Peter and a few other disciples were just waiting around for Jesus to appear to them again and to tell them what's next. 
I'm sure during this time they were very confused with all that was happening and they just weren't quite sure what to do. Well, maybe Peter just wanted to get away and clear his mind and he knew that he could do that by going fishing. Some of you who like to fish know what I'm talking about. Maybe Peter had lost his patience and decided, well, let's just get back to the old fishing trade that we used to have. Whatever the case, Peter decided to go fishing. And those with him said, hey, we'll go with you. They went fishing overnight and caught nothing. The disciples did not recognize that the stranger on the beach who suggested they cast their nets on the other side of the boat was Jesus. But when they followed this stranger's instructions, they hauled in a lot of fish. And Peter then understood this when Jesus said to Peter, as Peter went back to the shore, it is the Lord. In Matthew 4, 19, this is the place, the Sea of Galilee, the Sea of Tiberias. This is the first place where Jesus said to the disciples, follow me and I will make you fishers of people. Jesus makes clear our mission in these and other scriptures. We are called to share him. If share him is now a part of our mission as a church, how are we as a church called to live into this mission and live out this mission? Most of you know that we are in the process of building a share him ministry team that will consist of seven smaller ministry teams. These ministry teams will have a very defined role in helping us live out the mission of helping others discover new life in Jesus Christ. We are going to begin this journey by building a culture of invitation. A culture of invitation. One of our Share Him ministry teams, the Invite ministry team, is in the early stages of its formation. This team, chaired by K.J. Chesney, We'll be exploring different ways we as a church can engage in practical and simple ways of participating in a ministry of inviting others to be a part of this community of faith. These invitations will help begin the journey of discovering Christ. Faith formation in the church works for us. It can work for others but it all starts with our invitations. While our team will have four areas of focus, the initial focus of our team is to first launch a ministry we're calling Invite One. Invite One. You'll be hearing a lot about Invite One over the fall. The mission for Invite One is for everyone in our congregation, children, youth, and adults, can all participate in this, to first think of people we already know, people we already have a relationship with, who are not currently a part of a local church. And then through prayer, 
through investing our time with our friends and through careful listening while in conversation with our friends and then through the guidance of the Holy Spirit in all of this, invitations will be extended. Invitations to worship and invitations to church-related activities. We call these ports of entry into the life of the church. Don't worry, there's a reason we we're calling this Invite One because you guessed it, we only focus on one person at a time. The harvest is plentiful. The community stands in need. Scripture makes clear our call. Our invite team is ready to go to work with you. May we be a church committed to casting our nets so that others might discover new life in Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.